0: this is the scrap episode from Spain from Barcelona not Spain I'm not going uh, around Spain uh, this time like two weeks ago that I went through uh, so many different um, cities in Italy but today I'm here on a business trip but I want to take advantage that I am in Barcelona and I want to talk about the recycling industry in um, Spain now let's recap a little bit when we talk about the Italian recycling industry we said or we, we 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 understood several different really really amazing points but the biggest one is they are recycling around 74 percent of the aluminum cans that they are producing right now so it's a lot that is even a higher uh, goal that the goal that they have for 2030 that is around 60 percent. so it's is a huge huge overpass right now in spain it's pretty much the same a lower value but i will give you some data and then when i go back to the u.s um i want to make a comparison because at the end u.s is the market that we are working with and it's a huge market so comparing just spain against u.s just in terms of uh, percentage is not fair because u.s maybe is on a lower percentage but the amount of material that we are recycling in the united states is huge because of the size of the country now it's more fair to compare united states against the, the the european continent right is more fair for united states or maybe for europe i don't know let's see but now let's talk about spain spain is one of the leaders in the aluminum recycling industry china is the biggest um uh, let's say uh, aluminum manufacturer in the world i'm talking about primary sector canada is one of the huge ones i think it's the second one and spain is it's right there it's, i won't say it's the third one but it's pretty close it's not doing a bad job but spain and the european market in general is more focused on recycling remember the difference between united states and the european market um, talking about aluminum recycling is here in europe or here in spain let's talk specifically in spain they recycle everything a hundred percent of the aluminum they have on the house on the companies everywhere they want to recycle because they really want to achieve better goals so Let's let's make an overview about the goals they have right now. What they want, or the European Community, said in 2000 and, uh, 2018 that for 2025 they want to re- that they want Spain to recycle up to 50 percent of the aluminum that had been produced in the market. Right now, today, Spain is a little bit overpassed that um, that percentage. Last year, Spain reached. Um, 50 let me check 57 percent 57 57 percent of the aluminum that spain produced was recycled so they are they are already overpassing the the goal that the european community wants for spain for 2025 so that is an amazing let's say it's an amazing task that they are doing but how so let's focus on how and it's the same thing that we have in uh, in the italian country first of all is the infrastructure they understood than the infrastructure and the conscience of everyone is very important. But more important, and I think this is why here in Europe they have a different behavior than the, in the United States, is flexibility. The government here is not that flexible. In the United States we have a lot of flexibility, remember we have 90, 90 million tons of aluminum in the landfills that means that we are throwing everything on the landfill for several years that means that we have a market there that we can go and explore and make money out of it but that means also that we have a lot of flexibility in the united states market talking about the aluminum industry or the recycling side so saying that what if we start understanding that flexibility is good yes it is but also flexibility make People to just throw everything away. Here in the European market, the government is not that flexible. Why? Because you have companies like Befesa that they process everything that is like a byproduct, talking about the draws. So you cannot go to the landfill. You cannot throw your salt cake or your black draws or your, or your white draws. You cannot just throw it there. So imagine what is happening with the aluminum that you can recycle. In the United States, we just recycle 40% of the aluminum cans. 40 here they are almost around 60 percent italy is uh, above 70 percent. so it's crazy the difference that we can see here now saying that don't be panic <laughs> don't be panic and this is a short video i don't want to take too much time from your side today is um uh, let's say a uh, resting day because i've been traveling from u.s to uh, europe and then going back and i'm a little bit tired But I I, I think this is important to understand. When the government is not that flexible and companies like Befesa start charging a fee for every ton that you want to throw into a landfill, then people understand the importance of, and this is the second step. And this is what we are trying to migrate. uh, Or so many companies trying to migrate European technology into the um, recycling aluminum industry in the United States because they already went through this. So the second step is technology. Once you understand the government is not that flexible with you, and just check this data: um, Spain recycled around eighty thousand pounds last year. That means that they recycle a lot of the aluminum, and, and it's, it's almost sixty percent of the produced aluminum they they produce. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, last year, they produced around 100 140,000 pounds <clears throat> last year. The increment between 2021 uh, and 2022 was around 4,000 4, pounds. So they are growing. They are growing a lot, and they, they want to keep growing. But in order to grow in a market that is very, let's say, hard with the environmental regulations, the government is not flexible. When you have Befesa, companies like really want you to push in the green side direction because if not you will pay a lot of money technology is one of the best allies why because technology and this is what they are doing here technology gives you flexibility that is something that the government is not giving given to you why because when you have good te- good technology you will have flexibility on the selection of the raw material so you can process more types different types of raw materials. so your spectrum is huge you will grow on the capacity of collecting right that's one second one is efficiency when you have technology that allows you to make more efficient you will be more able to make more profit so you will grow as a company because you will have more capital to invest invest is the same thing as growing because you can grow while you are investing your money in the right in the right technology again The technology that they are having here, they are using here is very specific and they want flexibility, but we don't have flexibility in the U.S. We think that flexibility is have a rotary furnace to throw everything there, to create a lot of slag, a lot of draws, use a lot of fluxes, create a lot of smoke, and boom, very fast, just melt down everything. That's not flexibility, that's the easy way to do it, but when you go and check the efficiency that you have out of a rotary furnace when you throw everything there you are burning the light light material you are not avoiding contamination between um for example the iron all these ferrous materials and you are around let's say and i will be very very positive you will be on the higher 80s talking about the melting efficiency european they don't do that they select the right technology against the type of scrap So flexibility, efficiency, and also, again, closed-loop systems. Closed-loop systems will allow you to understand how to reduce your energy consumption. Remember, and this is something very nice that uh, uh, Spain is doing right now. Spain, this market is around 5 billion uh, euros a year, talking about the recycling industry. And because they are trying to recycle more and more and more, they are saving up to ninety-five percent of the energy consumption against um, uh, against the primary sector. So there's a huge advantage. More when you have um, uh, energy crisis like you have, or you can have here in Europe because you're de- because the dependency uh, with the Russian energy. So when you and this is obviously something that you need to take in account because when you are in the United States that you don't have this type of problems. You are more flexible you are more flexible against all these policies and laws and regulations i understand that but think about it if the european market has all these complications and they need to develop all these new technology new approaches uh, new infrastructure in order to improve the recycling rates imagine what we can do in the united states with all the benefits that we have how fast we can grow if we understand that the technology is something that we can make our, our better, our best partner in order to improve our flexibility, improve our efficiency, improve our, our energy cost, and improve our, 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 our automation. So this is other thing that the European Europeans are doing. They e- even want to avoid the creation of byproducts even on the casting side. For example, ingot casters here, they don't have skimming on the ingots. They improve the ingot casters to the level that they don't need to do a skimming on the surface of the ingots while once they are uh, on the mold. Why? Because they understand that as much efficient as you can be as the better, right? It's not just on the melting side. At the end, recycling is a full process this upcoming Thursday we will have John Sacco from Sierra he's the president and I want to talk about so many different topics I've been I've been waiting to talk to him because he has a lot of knowledge about recycling but more collecting sorting because that is the main point or the first let's say or the foundation as I said in some videos before once you understand that collecting and sorting is a really good option for you to separate and segregate everything, then you can go for the technology. Then you can go for the efficiency, for the flexibility, and then you can go for the energy savings. So, a quick resume here, a quick summary. Italy is over the 70% of recycling rate. Spain is over um, the 50% of recycling rate. United States, talking about aluminum cans, aluminum UBC is around 40, with 90 million tons of aluminum, underground on the landfills so let's think about it let's talk about this let's pay attention on this because the green way is to understand how other countries that are here when we are here how they went from here to here and this is simple we need more environmental regulations the stronger ones like in california in california is not easy it's very complicated you can have a rotary furnace you just can't in um in operation like nothing in california because of the regulations so we need to follow that path once we have more strong laws more strong environmental regulations we will understand how we can partner up and we will understand how easy it is to partner up with the technology the right process in order to, uh, to achieve those goals once united states is reached 60 percent of the recycling oh man we will do a great job so again this is dirty scrap the aluminum podcast thank you so much for being here with us this is just some data that i want to share with you guys wow. now that i'm here in spain um, spain is beautiful come and visit i'm not from this country but i love it and the wine is just beautiful so thank you so much for being here see you next week and oh by the way yes we will take a vacation period as i said we will have more guests we will do more with um magazines um trade shows, uh, more people from the industry, and we will keep pushing the right technology path for the United States. Thank you. Bye-bye.